Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Which brings us to our full court press at Target Center in Minneapolis tonight. When you have two old teammates back together again, when you have which, which teammates my you two, talking well, about? here's the thing. <laughs> Your two, your current broadcast partner. That's right. And your previous broadcast partner. That's right. Awkward, Fireworks. Awkward. No, it's not awkward. Me well, and Max are it fine. It could be. I know, but for me, it's a little bit strange. It's <laughs> yeah, like <okay>. time <laughs> crossing and the streams crossing in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, Jim Peterson, who has done uh, television games for the Wolves since way back when I was here. That's how long yeah. it's been. And we should point out now a championship coach, the assistant coach on the WNBA champion Minnesota Lynx. That's right. Maya Moore, Simone Augustus, tremendously talented team. If this were another time and another place, yes. yeah, we had a big portion of our audience yeah, that was that really cared. into it. Yeah. But just as from a coaching from a coaching standpoint, it must have been an amazing experience. It, just to win a championship, I, you know, it's the first one I've won. I'm not like Max. I didn't get to play with Larry Bird <laughs> and, and win and win a, you know a couple championships and play in that storied franchise. So we're hopefully changing our our, our luck as you know the Celtics. I mean, just look at Target Center right now. It's filled with green right now. You don't get that unless you are a championship-level team. So no, That is to some degree true. Yeah. Now, there's another way you guys tied in. People who don't know, you played together in Houston. Max, yes. we've often talked, uh, you've made reference from time to time, about your triple-double, which came very late in your career. But I did not realize until I researched this, the reason you got your triple-double off the bench is because somebody got in foul trouble. In I, that game. I look, I was just doing my customary thing of getting ready to drink my <laughs> next sip of my drink one minute to go, and who hacks Wayman Tisdale yet again and picks up two quick fouls? Uh, I'm like, are you yeah. kidding me? And he was, a, what, a four-alarm fire, too, yeah, when he came yeah, in the game? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, Pete. I appreciate it. But that was my first and only triple-double. March 31st, You're 1988. Welcome. You're welcome, Max. Uh, Pete, before we move on to uh, Kevin Garnett and Kevin Love, uh, back up the story that Max has been telling us for years about uh, uh, Akeem Olajuwon and Bill Fitch basically telling him uh, as the, in blowout games, he would basically go to the end of the bench. Max, what would Bill Fitch say to you at the you, end of You game? love this. Bill Fitch told me, he says, Max, go in there and get Akeem before he gets hurt. Whoa. Akeem? <laughs> <laughs> Look, dude, it's he, my, like he, my 11th year. He killed was Lions. I, was I not an MVP <laughs> in 81 in the finals? I mean, I can <laughs> get hurt, but this man, you can, you can throw dynamite around him. And he wouldn't do nothing but blow his he, shoes. He up. killed right. Lions, for yep. God's sake. Yeah, I mean, right. he wasn't going to get hurt. Yeah. Hey, that All was right. your Lonnie Shelton line, by the way, I thought. That was your Lonnie Shelton yeah. line, the hand grenade and blowing yeah. his shoes yeah, off. Really yeah, really issue. <laughs> All right, let me read the following quote. I am quoting. I watched Garnett play his whole career. I watched Kevin Love play his whole career. And to me, Kevin Love is doing right now what he's doing is more impressive than what I saw Kevin Garnett do. I just wish Kevin Love had some of the pieces around him that are equally as good as what Kevin Garnett had. Okay, what's wrong, what's wrong I, with the I'm statement? At, first of all, did you? I, I'm not a big fan of just reading blind quotes, so you, those are your words. Th you said those that. are my words at the end of the Charlotte game at, uh, mm -hmm. when Kevin Love now has 40 points and 14 rebounds, and the numbers that he's been putting up in March have been obscene. And my point is that, you know, in, if you just look at Kevin Love's first four years and you look at Garnett's first four years, that's a blowout in Kevin Love's face, offensively. Offensively. Offensively, it's a blowout. And my thing with Ticket is that he commanded 
the greatest salary in the NBA at the time, $100 million twice from, from this franchise. And if you're if you're that guy, to me, like, for me, Paul Pierce is, is the guy that is so clutch. Ray Allen's been clutch. Kevin Garnett is not a, a go-to player end-of-game situation. He's not the guy that's going to close the game for you. And what Kevin Love has done here with nobody around him, Rubio's gone, Pekovic is gone, Bray is gone. It's been him. He's been hitting game winners. He's been draining threes. We've never, Max, seen a player who can lead the league in second-chance points, offensive rebounding, lead the league in rebounding, and also, by the way, make 200 threes in a, in a season. So I'm just saying we've never seen that count. Dirk Nowitzki's been a great three-point shooter. Moses Malone has led the league in rebounding. Kevin Love is both the way he plays. And he's also clutch, and he wants the ball at the end of game situation, which when Ticket was here, he was not like that. But, Sean, you have to agree with that. But, but one thing that you're, yeah, I think that, Pete, you're not talking about is that you might not want the ball in the clutch. And we know Kevin has hit some shots in the clutch. But he I think has the biggest, hit some. But the biggest thing about Kevin, to me, is the fact what he brings you on both ends of the floor. There's no question. And that is something that Kevin Love has probably will never achieve. Ne never I, achieve. And, and that is no. my, my whole argument. I've had this argument before about talking about Kevin Garnett and Larry Bird in the same sentence, saying Kevin Garnett probably maybe is better than Larry Bird in a sense because he plays and changes the game, just like our guy Elijah Wan changed the game on both ends of the floor. Everybody talks about Michael Jordan, but I said, Akeem, you give him, give me him right now, and he changed the game more than anything but else. But Michael Jordan was a great defender. Akeem Olajuwon was a great defender. Larry Bird was not a great defender. And this is, I, I know you guys must have this conversation all the time, and I know that with, with Bill Russell, it's a complete blowout. But Kevin Garnett was for Minnesota, our Bill Russell. He was the guy that just patrolled the paint. He could, and, and people want to go back, back and be revisionist in terms of what they remember about his ability to, to guard five players. Sean, he couldn't guard five players, never in his career at max. He couldn't guard ones. He could for he could guard Gary Payton for a possession or two or three. He could guard Ray Allen for a possession or two or three. You couldn't guard him for a whole quarter. So that's not true. He couldn't guard one through five. He could guard three through five, and maybe the threes are a little bit of a stretch. Fours and fives all day long, no question. From Shaquille O'Neal to Tony McDice to Rashid Wallace, he could guard all of them and lock them down, no question about it. But you know, just in terms of Kevin Garnett will never be able to be eclipsed defensively by Kevin Love. There's no question about it. But offensively, being clutch, being offensive-minded, Kevin Love has no throttle on how many points he thinks he can score, evidenced by the fact that he scored 51 against OKC, who's a pretty good defensive-minded team, right? I mean, they got Kendrick Perkins. They got Serge Ibaka. Kevin Love made them take those two players out of the game because they couldn't guard him. All right, two things. We're talking to Jim Peterson, one of the television voices of the Wolves, who's uh, been around a long time, seen Kevin Garnett, seen Kevin Love, and I kind of wanted, I wanted people to hear a voice to what I'm going to get to here, which is Kevin Garnett, and it was, I, I said this, it was unfortunate. He had to go out of his way to make comment the other night about the organization. Yeah. And what is, what is, I'm trying to start the process as one small guy who's been around Kevin Garnett for a long time. The healing process? The healing, there is going to be a night here, okay? It's going to have to happen. In which, and I don't mean a night at halftime when they put Kevin Garnett's jersey. I mean a night when downtown Minneapolis is all about Kevin Garnett. There is no game. It is Kevin Garnett night here. To me, there is still no organization, and Kevin Love is going to change that eventually. Where the gap between the greatest player in the franchise Maybe, and the yeah. second greatest player is as big as it is now. I think Kevin Love will change that because I think there are yes. other teams like Cleveland with LeBron James, and you can't do it with the Colts because of Johnny United. You can't do it with the Penguins because Sidney Crosby won a cup. There is no gap here, but there is, and you've put some voice to it, 
I think people here don't realize there is, and he brought a lot of it on himself, there is a substantial amount of hostility towards the greatest player this franchise has ever had. Is that fair? Yes, for good reasons on both sides. You were here, so you know exactly. You were around Kevin Garnett, and it was a little earlier in his career. But, you know, a lot of what uh, what Ticket was here was, uh, you know, and this probably, I'm sure, is what the Boston media experiences with him, Max, is that Kevin Garnett is the biggest contradiction that I think I've ever been around as a, as a, since I've been in the NBA since 1984, in that he can be the most generous, giving, fun, unbelievable person on the, on the face of the earth, and he can be the exact opposite. He can be the most ungiving, petty, prickly, difficult to deal with person on the face of the earth. Wow, so you're, t- you're talking about Bill Russell. That's what oh, I, I, I guess. What guess talking about. Exactly, exactly. Bill but, but, but so, but so that, that is Kevin Garnett, though. And, and, and there were a lot of people in this organization that it was so difficult to deal with Kevin on a daily basis because he was so secretive. Particularly because he was so in the last private. two years when things got bad. But you know Even what, before, Kevin, Kevin, here's the thing I love about this. Kevin wants it like that. He doesn't mm-hmm. want people he to like you. He wants to keep yeah. you off balance. He doesn't yeah. want you in a position yeah. where you are his buddy and you're writing all these things about him. So I, to a degree, I kind of understand. Yeah. I don't like it myself because I'm on the other side. I think that, you know, when you're nicer to people, people are going to be nicer to you. Yeah. But sometimes out of respect factor, Bill Russell – People still look at him as if he is a god in Boston. Yeah. And a lot of people dislike Bill Russell because he is so prickly. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you one thing about Max, about about Ticket, though. And and I was talking to Steve Ashburner yesterday about yep. this, who does, who writes really great stuff for NBA.com, wrote a great article about this And was the beat love. writer here covering Garnett from the beginning. Yeah, Steve Ashburner was the beat writer here, was, saw the whole Garnett thing unfold, writes for NBA.com, just wrote an article about this whole love-Garnett debate. I talked to Ash a while yesterday. And one thing he said was after the Cleveland series, when, when you guys knocked out, when the Celtics knocked out Cleveland, it was the end of LeBron James era in Cleveland. One thing Ticket did was kind of sort of open up a vein to the, to the press at that time. And he said the reason why he was so upset with Minnesota, and now after the fact, as a player in Boston, when you're with a championship organization, Max, and you know that the Celtics organization, the way they treat their players, the way they do everything, first class, money is no object, the building is great, the fan base is unbelievable. When you leave this cloistered sort of area in the Midwest for 12 seasons and you go to Boston, now you see what's possible. He was retroactively mad. Metro- at what he retroactively happen. angry at Minnesota for yes. all that he didn't get when he was here and what he could have had. So that's the advice he gives to LeBron James is, hey, the grass is greener sometimes on the other side of the fence. So I can see why Kevin's angry with this franchise and this organization and why he said what he said. Because if you understand that, you understand the quote. Will it heal? Will, there, will that night happen? I'll tell you what, this fan base absolutely adores 21. You know, they, they'll never forget him. They adore him. It's too, it's too bad that this can't be. You're, I, I really agree with you, and I'm glad you're trying to do this on some level because it needs to happen. They're going to they're gonna retire his jersey, and it's going to go up there next to Malik Seeley, who's yeah. one of Kevin Garnett's all-time friends. And the player building. he idolized, by the way. That's the reason he wore number 21 is because Malik Seeley wore it at St. John's. Yes, and, and they'll do that, and they should do it, and hopefully that, that'll probably be the night where it's all healed. Now, they booed Kevin McHale here when Houston came through town. And, I th- and, I, and it was, it was uh, Max, it, I, was, I was really disappointed in our fans here because Kevin McHale is an icon. And he's, he's like Bob Cousy, you know, should be. You know what I'm saying? One of the greatest all-time players in the history of this league. Put Minnesota on, on the map basketball-wise. 
And, and for for them to boot Kevin McHale here, I just thought it was a, I thought it was a really kind of a bush league thing to and do. And when Pete says a bush league thing to do, remember he was in Oakland. He saw what the fans did with Rick Barry and Chris Mullen when I that happened. There. He was I there, was there. Yeah. courtside when when Rick Barry went berserk on the fans. That was one of the greatest moments of the yeah. season. All right, we've gone a million minutes too far in this segment, but obviously a lot of the stuff had to be said, and I'm uh, I'm glad we did it. And you know, one night we should all just like switch partners one day. And uh, one of I, I would like, hey, ma hey, Max, you know what? Me, Matt, we could go forever because Max is one of my greatest teammates of all time. Loved him to death. And we had so much fun in the short time we were together. So, hey, anytime. Anytime. All right. All right. Jim Peterson on our full court press still to come. Our conversation with the head coach. Quick trip around the NBA next to the Celtics and Wolves from Target Center on the Herb Chambers WEEI Celtics Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.